I don't know what it is about the years of life where you're in the places of education, whether it be kindergarten up through high school or the college years. They're very unique times in life, times where we're learning basically the guidebook as to how we're supposed to be living going forward. And sometimes those experiences the guidebook that we get doesn't really match up to what others say is in it, especially if you end up having paranormal experiences, literally seeing the dead, experience the dead, feel the dead. Ends up for many just being something that's held back, never talked about again because you don't want to be labeled as crazy, but you know what happened. We have two stories like that for you today in this week's EPP bonus episode of Real Ghost Stories Online. A cadaver connecting with a living student when they held their hand. The spirit of a young woman who hung herself in an old school, does she show herself to a kindred yet living soul in the dark halls of that school after hours? Two great stories for you here on this week's EPP bonus episode of Real Ghost Stories Online. My name's Tony Bruschi. Stay with us. is a time of a lot of bursts for many. New ways of living life outside of your childhood home. New friends, new experiences, new everything. And some of those experiences are also going to be exclusive to college. Take, for example, going with your friend to the science building to look at the cadavers. What could possibly go wrong? What could possibly happen? They're dead bodies. They're there for science and learning. But do some of those cadavers still hold the emotions in the body that was once so lively and active? And can those emotions be transferred to those that hold their hands? That's a question we ask in our next story. Take a listen. One of the most standout experiences that I've ever had was when a close friend of mine committed suicide when I was in college. For a while afterwards, I'd be walking around campus and feel his energy, but when I went home for the summer, I'd feel him around. At least not until I went back the following winter to the university. I'd been working on a project with a couple of friends for our student organization when I suddenly had the urge to look up my friend's gravestone on a memorial page as I was considering getting a tattoo in memory of him and it included a rose. 
When I found a picture of his headstone, the rose that I was considering getting done was exactly like the one on his headstone. Found that kind of odd. A couple weeks later, I reached out to one of my friends that was with me the night I had found my friend's headstone in order to get some guidance and how to work with my feelings, my friend's spirit in my room and following me a lot more than I had felt previously. She'd come over that weekend for coffee and advised me that my friend was trying to cross over but had some unfinished business to take care of before he did so. My friend had some messages to send to his mother and girlfriend, which my friend who came for coffee and I relayed for him. Once this was done, I almost immediately felt a huge difference in the room. The second part of this was not long after this happened. Another one of my friends who was working on stuff with me initially asked me to go to the science building with her so that she could get some of her research done. She shared with me that there were a couple of new cadavers that had come in and she was more than willing to let me look at them. At that moment, I was shocked and hooked. So we'd gone up, started looking at the first cadaver. There was only one that had come in up to this point and the other one was on its way. Now, as I was looking at this cadaver, I'd managed to pick up his hand. As I was looking at it, I had accidentally dropped his hand. Instantly, my stomach sank. However, all I heard was a chuckle like you'd hear if an elderly gentleman had chuckled, like a grandfatherly figure. I asked my friend, we'll call her Sadie, if she had heard anything, and she said no. After that, we continued our business, creating small talk. We finished up what we were doing, and then I put the cadaver back, spraying him down and whatnot. Sadie and I went home for the night, and we were all good. A couple of weeks later, Sadie let me know that the other cadaver had come in and asked me if I wanted to go with her again to the science building. Based on my previous experience, I agreed because I figured it would be another awesome opportunity. This time, though, it didn't go as well. As I was going through the process of observing this cadaver, I had picked up his hand to look at it and dropped it. This is where things got weird. I felt a super negative energy immediately and knew it wasn't going to be good. It felt like this gentleman was genuinely upset with me that I had disrespected his body. Quickly sprayed down the body and put it away. I told Sadie that we needed to go ASAP because I had in the pit of my stomach something that was telling me to leave and quickly. Unfortunately, Sadie had to finish up what she was doing and it took another 30 to 45 minutes for her to finish. She eventually finished, got her things away, and then as she went to get her coat and backpack, all of the energy completely drained from her body. She then understood why I was so adamant as to why I kept saying that we needed to leave. So I quickly shut all the lights off, locked the doors of the lab, left the building. On her way home, Sadie shared with me that she had never seen me move so fast as I did when I put the cadaver away. Hands down, one of the most horrifying experiences I've ever had in my life. The last experience I want to share with you was from my first year at university during freshman orientation. My roommate had just moved in and had been making friends pretty quickly. A couple of our friends had friends that they had known as 
family friends, and we all ended up sitting in the hallway outside our room. Come to find out, the building that my roommate and I were living in had several spirits in it as well. It was one of the oldest residence halls on campus. Still standing, oldest building next to the admissions building, which was pretty much right next door. When my university was first opened, it was an all-women's school to train them to be teachers. This was before World War I, and that school was opened in 1891. Now come World War II, there was a student attending by the name of Florence, and she had been courted by a younger man in her hometown. When she left for school, he had been sent off to war, and their communication had begun dwindling significantly. It had slowed down so much that she had gone several weeks without hearing from him, and she had started getting relatively depressed about it. She ended up hanging herself from one of the rafters in the fourth floor ceiling. Eventually, her beau had come home from the war and heard of Florence's passing, and it brought his spirits down significantly. He ended up going to their hometown and taking his own life as well. Now coming back to the building in 2003, the building had been remodeled and the fourth floor was no longer a sunroom, but split into two separate wings, one for women and one for men. As by this time, the building had become co-ed and the entire school had expanded to also include several other co-ed residence halls. That wraps up the preview portion of this week's EPP bonus episode of Real Ghost Stories Online. If you like access to the rest of the story and our other story on the episode about the strange ghost girl that allegedly hung herself in the school and still lurking there today, and sign up to become an extra podcast person to get access to that and all of our bonus episodes, every single one of them. We're up to EPP bonus episode number 437. So you get all of those. The archive of episodes, which is the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories. You get advanced episodes. It's more ghost stories than most could humanly ever consume. You can check it out on Apple Podcasts. Even try it for three days free as an extra podcast person. Sign up there. Or if you're not on Apple Podcast, patreon.com slash real ghost stories or directly on our website, ghostpodcast.com. Check it out, get access to all that stuff and help keep us on the air.